Welcome to the Living Room Podcast. The Living Room is the college ministry at Buckhead Church in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information, you can check out the Living Room ATL on Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy this talk. I love it, I love it, I love it. TLR fam, what's up? How y'all feeling tonight? Everybody good? Okay, awesome, the worship, that was incredible. Um, hey, if we've never met before, my name is Matt, I get to lead the living room here at Buckhead. And hey, tonight we're beginning this brand new series, this collection of talks over the next three weeks called Started in DMs, Now We're Here. And I just have to know from the top, like, is there anyone in the room tonight who you're in a relationship currently that actually did start in the DMs and now you're here together with that person, like literally you're in the room here together. Your relationship started, you're on the camera riser, you're standing up. Oh, both of you. Yeah, what's up? It started, who sent the first DM? Jack, you did, okay, my man, let's go. And y'all have been dating now for a minute, that's awesome. Anybody else, your relationship started in the DMs, now you're here. Y'all too, right here. Who, who DM'd who first? It was, the, it was you, uh, Essence, okay, yeah. The girl you DM'd, how long y'all been dating for? Year and a half. Okay, wow, let's go. I didn't expect, this is awesome. Anybody else? The relationship started in DMs? Okay. Oh, over here. Yeah, one of our leaders. Let's go. Who DM'd who first? <laughs> Definitely you, Malcolm. You're like, it was me. How long have you, and y'all are, are, where are you at right now? Oh, she's got a ring. Let's go. Uh-oh. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Those are two of our best. Um, so listen, y'all, it can work. And here's what I'm just going to say. Um, for me personally, my relationship with Ann, Ann and I, Ann's my wife, uh, we've been married for a little over eight years now, and our relationship did actually start in DMs. It didn't start in Instagram DMs because Instagram wasn't around yet back in 2010 uh, when we started talking, but she sent me a DM. It wasn't called that. It was called just like a message or a chat, if you will. She sent me a message on Facebook, all right? I got a picture to prove it. There it is. Throw that up. Yeah. She's like, hey, Matt, I know you don't know who I am. We can take that down. She doesn't want me to show that. But listen, she wanted me to know. <laughs> There's... <laughs> There's, she's here tonight. There's a whole story to that, okay? She's like, look, I wasn't just messaging you, Matt. I was doing this like internship and she did the same internship the year before. So, you know, like the, the, the rising class always gets welcomed by like the former class. So she like sent, she claims at least, she sent this message to like a whole bunch of different incoming interns. And, uh, and anyways, I don't know. I'm like, oh, so you, but you didn't send it to every intern. You just chose a few. I was on that select list. She's like, well, like, I don't know. Anyway, it's a whole thing. But I took it from there and we started having these FB chat conversations conversations that then transitioned over to Skype. Some of y'all are like, what's Skype? It's FaceTime. Okay. And then we transitioned over, we dated long distance and then eventually got in person. We're married. It's all good. Uh, but anyway, started in DMs. Now we're here. And I can tell y'all this, I am so excited for the next couple of weeks. Uh, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. It's one of the uh, most uh, favorite topics that TLR loves to uh, engage with. And so to the next couple of weeks, starting tonight, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So buckle up. We're going to go in. Um, but hey, here is the vision for this series. The vision behind this series, I wanna let you know the goal of this series up top. The goal of this series is not for every one of you to break up with your boyfriend or girlfriends, okay? That's, some of y'all do need to break up, but that's not the goal of the series, okay? That's not the goal of the series. The goal is not for you to just end your relationships. I know there's like some dudes in the room tonight that they're like, yo, bro, come on, why are we talking? Like, please, like, you know, cause you're just already nervous. Like you're gonna say something and she's gonna like bump me in the, you know, or if God, maybe the girl, you know, maybe you'll bump the girl, I don't know, but that's not the goal, okay? I, I hope you do work on some things. I hope your relationships get stronger. But here's really the vision and the goal for this series. Our hope 
for the next couple of weeks is that we really do want you to date well. We want you to navigate relationships well. We want you to have way less regret in this area of your life because here's the reality. Dating should be fun. Like relationships should be mutually life-giving, right? Like breakups hurt, but they don't have to necessarily break you. Sex is a good thing, but it's more delicate than our culture makes it out to be. And being single doesn't necessarily mean at all that something is wrong with you, like people like to say. We'll talk about that more next week, hold, hold tight. <laughs> and so over the next couple of weeks, we're gonna talk about these things. And our hope is that you'll date well, that you'll be able to navigate relationships well, you'll have less regret in this area of your life, and ultimately that you'll be able to experience the freedom and joy that comes from relationships the way that God intended for them to be. But here's the reality. When it comes to dating, come on, it's easy to get ahead of ourselves. It's easy to skip some steps in the process, right? Like I was just thinking about this today. Um, there's this kid that I used to like mentor and uh, he's older now. And so anyways, we're still like keeping in touch now and then. But um, I remember when he was like about to be in ninth graders, he was heading into high school and he came up to me one day and he was like, yo, Matt, like I got this girl that I really like. And he's like, uh, I, think, I think I'm gonna ask her out. Like, how do you think I should do it? Where, where should we go? And I was like, okay, well, hold on. Like, let's back up for a second. Like, um, you know, uh, what are you thinking? Like, what are you thinking you should do? And he's like, I'm not really sure. That's why I'm talking to you. I'm like, okay, well, like, how long have you known her? He's like, oh, not that long. And I was like, okay, like, well, like, where do you want to go with her? He's like, I'm not sure. And I was like, okay, well, what's her name again? And he's like, oh, I don't even know her name yet. <laughs> and I was like, bro, hold up, hold up. Here's, here's what you need to do. You need to scratch the date right now, okay? Don't even think about that. Don't think about what gift you're gonna buy her. He was like talking about buying her gifts and stuff. I was like, what? I said, you just need to go figure out a time when you can see her. Like, do you know when that could be? He's like, no. I was like, okay, well, figure it out. Like, I don't know, like not in a creepy way, but like show up at the same place where she's gonna be or something. Go to church and like invite her, I don't know. And I was like, then just go up to her and introduce yourself. And I'm not even joking. He was like, bro, that's such a good idea, man. That's why I love you, man. That's why you're in my life. <laughs> And we can laugh about it, but the reality is like, I've been there, you've been there. It's easy to skip some steps because usually when we think about dating, we usually think who? Like, who am I gonna date? Who am I gonna be with? And then right after that, we think how? How's the relationship gonna look? How's it gonna unfold? We go who, how, who, how? Which is great, except for we're missing out, we're skipping a really important part of the dating equation. Like, we're skipping the common denominator in all of our dating relationships when we just go who, how? Do you know what the common denominator is in every one of your dating relationships? It's you. You. You've been a part of every relationship you've ever been in. You've been a part of every breakup that you've ever experienced. You've been a part of all the drama that's gone down in any relationship that you've been in. You are the common denominator in every single one of your relationships. So tonight, for the next few minutes that we have together, I wanna talk about you. And I've got two questions that I, wanna, that I wanna ask you. And I'll just dive right in. The first question that I wanna ask you tonight is this question right here. Why do you want to date? Why do you wanna date? Now listen, listen. I realize there's some people in the room who are like, Matt, I don't want to date. Like, I don't really wanna date right now. Like, I'm good. And maybe you're like, I'm not even sure, Matt, that I wanna date in the future. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I'm good right now, and, and I hear you. But even if that's you, even if that's a lot of you in the room tonight, 
Here's what I wanna challenge you to do. I don't want you to tune out because I believe that tonight these questions can, can apply to you as well. Like there's principles, there's things that we can talk about that apply to your character, that apply to you just growing as a human being. But for some of you, the way that you would answer this question, why you want to date, you'd just be like, well, Matt, like honestly, just because it's, it's fun. Like it's just fun to date. Isn't it like what college is about? Like throughout college, throughout my college experience, like I'm just gonna kind of date and I'm gonna try to like meet that right person, you know, or like figure out who I'm gonna be with, you know, I wanna find my person, I wanna like put a ring on it, like these two over here, you know, like that's, that's, that's why I'm at. And I get that. But if we could tonight, just for a minute, could we just dig a little bit deeper? Like what are your primary motivations when it comes to dating? And here's why I believe that this is such an important question to think about. It's because of this right here. Many of us look to dating to get what dating was never meant to give. <laughs> this is why I love it. This is why I love y'all. <laughs> Many of us look to get from dating what dating was never meant to give. Many of us look to a person, to him or her, to fill a need, to fill a void. We have an insecurity, but they were never meant to, to fill or satisfy that insecurity. And for some of you, the reason that you want to date, honestly, the reason you want to date for some of you, it's because you feel like they can give you something that they were never meant to give. And maybe for some of you, you feel like dating can just make you feel whole. Like you feel like there's something missing in your life and dating can, can kind of fill it. It can fill a void of you wanting to be wanted. Maybe for some of you, the reason you wanna date is because his or her like affirmation feels really good in your life. Maybe you feel like it gives you like your value or worth. Maybe dating for you, it raises your confidence. Maybe for you, it's the comparison game. Like honestly, when you think about dating, you're like, I'm just kind of tired Matt, of like checking my Instagram at the end of every weekend and seeing like all my friends or a lot of my friends posting about dates that they've gone on and, and like gifts that their you know, boyfriend or girlfriend's got them. Like I just, I kind of want that, Matt. Maybe for you, dating is like kind of wrapped around your identity. Like literally your identity as a person is linked to dating because you don't really know how to be single. Like for some of you, you can't remember the last time in your life where you were single for more than like a few weeks. Like you feel like since middle school, you've just been in relationship after relationship after relationship. And so your identity has kind of been wrapped up in dating. You don't really know who you are without being in a relationship. And I wanna make it clear, hear me on this. Dating is not the enemy. Okay, like in a dating relationship, all those things I, I just said, they're not all bad. Like you should feel validated in a relationship. The other person should make you feel good about yourself. Hopefully your confidence does increase a little bit. Like when Anne encourages me, my wife, it, it definitely fills me up. It makes me feel good. But what I'm saying is that our deepest human needs of worth, of identity, of fulfillment in life, they will never be fully and finally fulfilled by a boyfriend or girlfriend or even a husband or a wife for that matter. No person can fully or finally satisfy your deepest needs as a human. And when you look to dating or when you look to someone else to give you what they could and were never meant to give you, Here's what you will end up getting. You'll get hurt. You'll get hurt because eventually that person is going to let you down. Both of you will get hurt when you look to a person to give you something that they could never give you, that they were never meant to give you. 
unrealistic expectations on any person, no matter how great that person may be, will lead to unimaginable hurt in your life. When you look to dating, when you look to someone else to get what they were never meant to give you, you'll get used to using people. (laughs) You'll get used to using people. For some of us, come on, come on. For some of us, we've been involved, maybe we're currently involved in a relationship that we actually have no real interest in. But it's all about us. It's all about us trying to fill a void. And guess what happens? When this relationship ends, when that relationship ended, what did you do? You just moved on to the next. Because you were like, I was never even really interested in this relationship in the first place. Yeah, we stayed together for a few months, maybe even a few years. Like, I don't know how long the relationship lasted, but I was never really interested. That relationship was kind of just giving me what I felt like I wanted. It was giving me validation. It was giving me feeling like I was kind of like, you know, it was giving me something to do. It was was making me feel like I had some worth, you know, it was kind of wrapping up in my identity. But then when that relationship ended, I was just like, cool. And then that's why like the other person who was like actually hurt by this, they're like, how did they just move on so quick? Because they never were really even in it to begin with. You get used to using people. When you look to dating, when you look to someone else to get what they were never meant to give you, could never give you, you'll get desperate. You'll get desperate. And then what happens is you'll begin to settle. You'll begin to be like, man, I just gotta be in a relationship. I gotta find a guy, I gotta find a girl. So you'll settle and you'll be like, you know what? I don't really think you have that good of character. I haven't heard great many things about you. You know, my friends all say like, you're not the person I should be with, but you know what? It's the best I can do right now. And you just settle. And what happens is, then you begin to make decisions that you'll eventually regret. And can we just agree on this? Come on. Desperate dating is dangerous dating. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Desperate dating is a dangerous dating. And if you don't love who you are when you're not in a relationship, when you're not dating, then you'll do things you don't love when you are dating. So why do you want to date? What, is, what are your real like motivations? And my second question is this, are you dateable? <laughs> are you dateable? Now, now, listen, hold up, hold up, listen. Notice, 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 I did not ask, I did not ask, I didn't ask, are you available? And here's why, hear me. Just because, you, you can't miss this. Just because someone is available does not mean that they're dateable. Just because he's available, it doesn't mean that he's dateable. Hey, hey, just because she might be available, she might be single, she might be on the market, it does not mean that she's dateable. So are you dateable? And a lot of you would be like, well, man, here's the thing. Like, I think I am, but like, I just gotta find the right person, Matt. Like that's the problem, that's been the problem for me when it comes to relationships. I just haven't found the right person. And for some of you, you're like, man, if I could just find the right person, then yeah, like I have things I need to work on, but it'll all work itself out. And for a lot of us, that becomes our primary dating strategy. It's like our default dating strategy. We just need to find the right person. And who matters? Like who you end up with, who you date, it does matter. But it's only part of the equation, just like we talked about at the beginning. There's two parts to the dating equation, who and you. And here's what I wanna challenge you with. Stop looking 
for the right person and start becoming the right person. Stop looking for the right person and start becoming the right person. A question that I could ask bouncing off of this is, hey, are you even the person that the person you're looking for is looking for? <laughs> Let me say that again, that was a lot. Are you the person that the person you're looking for would even be looking for? What I mean by that is, is tomorrow you could go bump into like the perfect person. Like whatever in your mind, you know, checks all the boxes, the perfect guy, the perfect girl. And guess what? If you have never really taken, taken the time to focus on the person that you're becoming, then who's to say that that person is ever even gonna be looking for you? And if they find you and you start getting in a relationship, then guess what? It's not gonna take that long until the real you is exposed. And they're like, whoa, this isn't the type of person that I wanna be with. Like you can trick someone for a minute, but long-term, I'm telling you, I promise you from experience, like over time, eventually, the real you is gonna be exposed. So hey, stop looking for the right person, call off the search and start becoming the right person. Because here's what I'm convinced of. I've seen it play out time and time and time again. If you focused on becoming the right person as much as you focused on finding the right person, then your dating life would begin to transform. So yes, listen, who matters a lot? The person that you're with, it does, it matters a lot, but focus on you more than who, and it'll prepare you to be, to become the healthiest version of yourself for whenever who possibly shows up in your life. Because no person is going to be able to fully and finally satisfy all of our deepest needs as a human being. Relationships are a gift from God, no question about it but people are not perfect. And no matter how incredible the other person is, they will let you down. They were not meant to define you. There's only one person, there's only one relationship that was ever meant to define you. And this is when Jesus enters in to the conversation. <laughs> I promise I was getting there. So let me set this up for you. Let me set this up for you. And first off, let me just say this. If you're a follower of Jesus in the room tonight for the next few minutes, for the final few minutes we have together, I really want you to lean in. If you're not a follower of Jesus in the room tonight, then I just wanna challenge you with this question. What if a relationship with Jesus is what's been missing in your life? What if a relationship with Jesus is the thing that you didn't even know it, but it's actually the thing that you've actually been searching for? So the Apostle Paul is writing this letter to the church or to the believers in the city of Colossae. And he's encouraging them. He's telling them how grateful he is for them. And this is where it picks up in Colossians chapter two, beginning in verse six. This is what Paul says. He writes, so then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. So the apostle Paul says, hey, I want you to live your lives rooted in Jesus Christ. Like don't branch off, don't start to think that your value, that your identity is found in anything else but Jesus Christ. Live your lives rooted and built up in Jesus Christ alone. He goes on, verse eight. He says, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Now listen, I need to be clear about this. The apostle Paul is not writing this to people like who are trying to date well. Okay, that's not his intention here at all. Now, I do think this applies to our conversation because in our context, 
How many hollow and deceptive philosophies do we have when it comes to dating and in in relationships in our culture? Goodness gracious. Just watch like an episode of The Bachelor. It's insane, okay? <laughs> like you just flip through social media and you'll hear some crazy things when it comes to dating. Some crazy thoughts, some stuff that you're like, that's terrible advice. There are a lot of hollow and deceptive philosophies. But look, Paul goes on, check this out. This is huge. He says, for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. No relationship with any human being can bring you to fullness. It can give you some happiness. It can give you some joy. It can give you some encouragement. But the only person, the only relationship that can bring you to fullness is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus is able to do for us and be for us what no one else can be. And in Christ, you and I have been brought to fullness. In Christ, you and I are not lacking anything in this life. In Christ is where the love of God meets us right where we are. So there's someone in the room tonight that feels like you're far gone, but I want you to know the love of God in Christ meets you right where you are tonight. In Christ is where the grace of God always forgives us. Grace is undeserved favor. It's getting what you do not deserve. In Christ, you're a part of the family of God. That's why we say all the time that this, this, this gathering here at the living room is more than just a gathering, it's a family. In Christ, we're given a brand new identity as sons and daughters of God. Apart from Jesus, we will never be fully and finally fulfilled. We'll always be searching for something more. We will always eventually find ourselves desiring something more, trying to fill another void, trying to fill another need, another insecurity. When we run to relationships to fill a need, we're left feeling empty. When we run to him or her to find what our soul truly desires, we're left feeling empty. When we run to him or her to find our confidence in life, then we're left feeling empty. But what if we approached relationships knowing that we're loved? What if we approached dating relationships knowing that we're already enough? knowing that we're seen, knowing that we're accepted? What if we approach relationships knowing that we've already been forgiven? Then guess what? What would happen is you wouldn't be looking for what that person can give you. Another way to say it is that a breakup doesn't have to then break you. You don't have to settle to fill a need. You don't have to get desperate. You don't have to pretend to be someone that you're actually not. And even if you're not a Jesus follower, you know, you know that a relationship that begins to determine your worth and value and begins to define your identity is a dangerous one. So what if Jesus could fill the void that you've been trying to fill? What if Jesus is what you've been searching for? What if Jesus is actually the one that can step in and prepare you to to date well? to have healthy relationships, to have realistic expectations. And listen, I realize that this isn't like the dating conversation that you necessarily wanna hear, but it's the one that everyone needs to hear because this truth that no person outside of Jesus can ever fully and finally satisfy your deepest needs, 
the longings and desires of your soul, that truth, it doesn't just expire once you get married. No, no, no. That truth, anything, it just gets amplified once you get married. Like if I look to my wife Anne to complete me, and she's amazing, she's an incredible wife. But if I look to Anne to complete me, then I've given her an impossible task that sets her up for failure and will put a strain on our marriage. And listen, I need to give you like an important disclaimer on that, what I just said. This doesn't mean that I can just walk around and be like super mean to Anne and be like, hey, like I know I should be kind. I know I should like clean up. I know I should like help you out here, but you know what? Jesus loves you, Anne, so you're good. Like don't find your validation in me, you know? Like, no, no, no. One of my jobs, one of my primary roles as Anne's husband is figuring out how to make sure my wife knows and feels loved and seen by me. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't expect that, but that's cool, it's cool. <laughs> what this conversation tonight is about is about being the healthiest version of yourself in a relationship. It's about putting healthy expectations on someone that you date or that you may date one day and someone that you could potentially even marry. That's what this conversation is about. This conversation is about you knowing your worth, knowing that you don't have to compromise in your dating life. This conversation is about you being confident, like for real, fully confident in who you are so that you now have actual, real, true capacity to value others in relationships to treat others the way they, they should be treated. So what do I want you to ask yourself? What question, questions do I want you to reflect on tonight and in, in the coming days in your small groups tonight? It's the question, why, why do I wanna date? Why am I actually in this relationship? Why do I wanna be in this relationship? What, what potential impossible like expectation or expectations have I put on him or her? What need have I been trying to fulfill that has left me feeling empty? And ask yourself the question, am I dateable? When you understand your primary motivations for dating and when you can evaluate where you're at, it sets you up to date well. It sets you up to have less regret in this area of your life. It starts with you. It doesn't start with who, it starts with you. And I really do believe that that's the best dating strategy. That's the most God honoring way to date. It's the most loving way to date. But there's someone in the room, as I close, there is someone in the room tonight. And as I was thinking about this talk, I thought, Matt, you could just wrap it up and pray right there. But then I thought, nope, because there's someone sitting in the room tonight who you feel like you've already messed up too much. You honestly feel like you're never going to find love in a dating relationship because you feel like you're not worth loving. Because of what you've done, possibly even because of what's been done to you. You feel like you have no worth, you have no value. You feel like you've made too many mistakes. You feel like you're too far gone. You feel like your past at this point is irredeemable. And there's some of you tonight who as soon as you heard what we were talking about, on the outside, you were like, yeah, I can't wait to talk about this. But deep, deep down on the inside, you were like, man, 
These, this, this area, dating, relationships, this, this area brings up some of the deepest hurts in my life. And for someone in the room tonight, I wanna let you know that Jesus sees you right where you are. He sees you just as you are. And guess what? He's not running from you. He loves you. He sees your sin past, present, and future. He recognized your greatest need. And guess what? He took care of it. He paid the price that we all deserve to pay by dying on the cross for our sins. But he didn't stay dead. He rose from the grave. He rose victorious. So now in every area of our lives and including this area of our lives, we can have freedom. We can live full. In Christ, you can live full. And so here's what I wanna do. And the band's gonna come, come out. They're gonna close us out in a song. But before that happens, I wanna give someone the opportunity to say, Matt, that's me. I've never put my faith and trust in Jesus. And I've searched in so many areas, including this area of my life. I've searched in so many ways to try to fill this void, to try to fill this longing. And Matt, when you gave the challenge about 15 minutes ago, that what if Jesus, what if a relationship with Jesus is actually what you've been searching for? Matt, I didn't wanna believe it's true, but I'm starting to think that it could be true. And if that's you tonight, and maybe you just wanna put your faith and trust in Jesus, and you wanna begin a relationship with him for the very first time, I wanna give you the opportunity to do so. So here's what I wanna do. I wanna invite all of you just to, just to bow your heads all across the room. And if that's you, if you want a relationship with Jesus tonight for the first time in your life, you wanna put your faith in him, then I just wanna invite you to pray this prayer with me. This prayer doesn't save you. This prayer just solidifies the work that God is doing in your heart. Just say, Heavenly Father, I confess that I'm a sinner in desperate need of a savior. I believe that you sent Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. And tonight I'm choosing to place, to put my faith and trust in Jesus' death and resurrection. I want a relationship with Jesus and I wanna follow Jesus from this day forward the best way that I know how. If you would keep your heads bowed for just another moment, if you just prayed that prayer tonight for the very first time, would you just shoot your hand up and make eye contact with me real quick, just real quick where I can see you. Yeah, I see you right here, I see you. I'm looking around the room. I see y'all. I see hands going up all across the room. It's amazing. You guys can pick your heads back up. Here's the deal. That's so amazing. So many of you just found freedom in Jesus. As a family, hold up, hold up. We're going to get to celebrate in a minute. Let me, let me set it up for us. Um, one of the things that family does is family celebrates with, each, with one another. And I love it. I don't even have to set it up. Y'all are already wanting to celebrate. It's, it's catching on. It's becoming a part of our culture here at the living room. And so here's what I want us to do. If you just raised your hand and put your faith and trust in Jesus, I'm not trying to put anyone on the spot. I'm not trying to call you out. You don't have to do this. If you don't do this, it doesn't like invalidate the decision you just made. That's not it at all. We would just be honored as a family to celebrate with you. In fact, if you just put your hand up and like you're not um, really wanting to stand up in this moment and let us all know, then I just want you to bump the person next to you and just tell them, hey, I want you to stand with me. Like not saying that you just made this decision too, but we're not gonna let them stand alone. So here's what I want you to do. If you just put your faith and trust in Jesus, you just shot your hand up, you made eye contact with me. Again, you don't have to do this, but will you just give us a few seconds of courage and the honor to celebrate with you? Would you just stand right where you are if you just made that decision? We would love to celebrate with you all across the room. If you just made that decision, would you just stand? Would you stand wherever you are? Yeah, yeah, I see y'all, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, she made the decision, you stood with her. Come on, come on, TLR. 
Come on, these are people who just want from death to life, from death to life. People who just found fullness in Jesus Christ, the greatest decision you could ever make in your life. Here's the deal, the band's gonna lead us in a closing song, but we're gonna kind of fast forward the song a little bit because there's a part in the song that I love and it's a part that says, you have no rival. It says, you have no equal. Yours is the name above all other names. And it's speaking of the name of Jesus. So here's what the band's gonna do. They're gonna lead us in the song and I don't know if they can pick it up from that part, but what I would love for us to do is I would love for the roof to just blow off this place in these final few moments. And I would love to just celebrate that Jesus is the name above all other names and that in Jesus Christ, we can have fullness, that we can have freedom. So TLR, would you stand with me and I'm gonna lead us in a prayer and then the band's gonna dive right in. Heavenly Father, we just say thank you. God, we say thank you that you are the name above every other name. God, I thank you for the people in the room tonight who just put their faith in you for the very first time. It's amazing. Thank you for what you're doing. God, you're changing lives all across the city. God, there is no other name we put our hope and confidence in tonight. God, you're the name above every other name, God. God, you have no rival. You have no equal. Yours is the name above all names. So Jesus, we give you the glory tonight. We give you the praise. It's your mighty name. Mighty name. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the message. If you want to stay connected, follow us on Instagram at the living room ATL. Remember TLR fam, we love you. We're for you. And we'll see you next time.